sisters, I hope this day finds you well. In this segment, what I want to discuss is a story put out by CNN regarding RFK Jr.'s speech at a protest against vaccine mandates. Now, ironically enough, I had a colleague send me the speech earlier today. It is January 24th, and I watched it. It's less than 30 minutes. I think it's like 27 minutes and some change. And I watched the whole speech, and I was like, you know, cool, that's a, that's a cool speech. I mean, he gave a lot of a lot of good information. Um, he cited a lot of statistics and facts, a lot of data. I won't say facts, I'll say statistics and data. And so I was like, okay, cool. And I, and I let my, my buddy know, I said, hey, thanks for sharing, I thought it was a good speech. And then later on, I'm, I'm looking through the, new, the news cycles. If you guys know me, I'm, there's multiple spots today that I use. Um, I'll look at all kinds of spots. I'll look at The Blaze, I'll look at Ground News, which is going to give you a lot of stories and, and it breaks it up between left, center, and right. And so I saw this, thinking like, hey, everything's cool. And then I see this from CNN. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. invokes Nazi Germany in offensive anti-vaccine speech? And then, and like further, basically they're accusing him of, of anti-Semitism. And I was like, I started racking my brain like, huh, what did he say? that was anti-Semitic, what did he, what did he say? I was like, I don't understand, he couldn't, I mean, he did say this one story, but it was like a blip, like a few seconds talking about, like he did bring up Nazi Germany and he brought up Anne Frank and he brought up Swiss Alps. Now the context of what he was talking about was how technology today is a totalitarian's dream because their, their goal is to use technology to, to not only track you, but to put you in a situation where like he was talking about the vaccine passports, is that now you have this passport and they can go straight digital, you know, like they already have. And that's basically your access to, to privileges that used to be rights. And that was the context. So he was saying like in Nazi Germany, people weren't tracked the same way. So some could, could escape over the Alps, some like Anne Frank could hide because there was no digital tracking. That was the context of what he was saying. And this is what, this is how CNN spun it. We have to talk about this very bizarre uh, anti-vaccine uh, rally in Washington today. Uh, just strange stuff um, happening here in Washington, strange things afoot. Um, here's RFK Jr., the son of uh, the former you can see that he's already setting it up as if, as if he's Looney Tunes. So it's already a defamation hit piece. And what I found is this is what they do, CNN, MSNBC especially, what they do when somebody actually steps forward and they say things that they can't really push back against because he's talking about data and he puts it together very, very well. And so understand somebody had to sit through this and try to find a way to, to utilize it to to, to push back and defame him. And out of everything that he said in a 30 minutes, and you'll see the little clip that they showed, that's, that's all he mentioned about Nazi Germany. And so you have to imagine, there's 30 minutes and all they show is this little bitty thing because they couldn't say anything about anything else. There was nothing on the information that, that you know, on Pfizer's, uh, the vaccine trials and what they found as far as how many people had adverse effects 
within within this trial. They didn't talk about that. He brought up VAERS and he talked about things called the Lazarus Project. They didn't talk about that. So out of everything that he said, what, what they tried to get him on was he's an anti-Semite, which we know anti-Semite anti is becoming a phrase like white supremacist, like anti-vaxxer, like, you know, you know, anti-racist, like, you know, all of these buzz, uh, you know, transphobe, homophobe. They use these words, they weaponize them and they use them when they don't even apply by their own definition. So they, they basically deflate these words and they devalue them. So anti-Semite is a new one that they're using to, to try to discredit their opposition because they, they can't actually do it intellectually with conversation. So check this out. Attorney General, um, he's an anti-vaxxer making some incredibly offensive comments earlier today. Let's watch. Now, see, he just said uh, incredibly offensive. Now I'm gonna play what he says. Remember, he just said it was incredibly offensive. And they're, they're trying to say that, that he's downplaying the Holocaust and all this kind of stuff. They even get some kind of quote from, from Auschwitz just watch this. You tell me if what he said was offensive and I'll break it down from, you know, how I see it. What we're seeing today, what we're seeing today. Keep in mind, I set up the context. He's talking about being able to digitally track today with the technology we have today would be a totalitarian's dream back in the day. If they could track all of their opposition and basically, you know, have control of your money, have control of, you know, healthcare, everything based on some kind of digital pass. And if you don't, have it, then you can't access anything and they can just squeeze you out of society. Is what I call. Oh, and even track you and know exactly where you are, which is the direct context of what he's, what he, of how he even brought up Anne Frank in Nazi Germany. After he does that, it's very small. He always says is Alps, escape over the Alps and Anne Frank hiding. And then he talks about going with, I think his father in like 1962 and talking about the wall. So all he talked about with Nazi Germany was that was those two things. Check it out. Turnkey totalitarianism. They are putting in place all of these technical technological mechanisms for control. Uh, we've never seen before. It's been the ambition of every totalitarian state from the beginning of mankind to control every aspect of behavior, of conduct, of thought, and to obliterate dissent. None of them have been able to do it. They didn't have the technological capacity. Even in Hitler, Germany, you could, you could cross the Alps into Switzerland. You can hide in an attic like Anne Frank did. That's it. That's all he said with regards to Nazi Germany. That's it. And they're calling, they're basically alluding that he's an anti-Semite and that those words were somehow offensive speech. Offensive speech. That's all he said about Nazi Germany. The next thing he says, he's talking about the wall, in 19, which is 1960s. I visited in 1962 East Germany with my father and met people who had climbed the wall and escaped. So it was possible. Many died truly, but it was possible. That's all he said. Now check, check, check this out. Listen to what they say. Tell me that this isn't a hit piece, a defamation piece because they feel threatened by him. They only do this by the people that they feel threatened by. And they smile and make it seem like, wow, he's so crazy and why can't, and this guy over here in the tie, in the blue tie, he actually brings up like, like it's all about love and I mean, it's, it's bizarre. These people are bizarre. 
I mean, this is just insanity. I mean, you know, first of all, we should point out Auschwitz uh, put out a tweet, uh, you know, explaining that exploiting uh, the tragedy of people who suffered, uh, were humiliated, uh, tortured, and murdered by this totalitarian regime. Let's, let's pause this right here. He's reading it off, but let's pause this. Auschwitz Memorial, that's who put it out. Exploiting of the tragedy of people who suffered, were humiliated, tortured, and murdered by the totalitarian regime of Nazi Germany, including children like Anne Frank, in a debate about vaccines and limitations during global pandemic is a sad symptom of a moral intellectual decay. Now, that's stupid. I just played the clip. Within the context, he was talking about digital tracking. And within that context, only, only reason why he brought up Anne Frank was that she was hiding. His thing was, you won't be able to hide in this digital age, if you let these totalitarians take over, because they will just put a chip in you and know exactly where you are. You couldn't, you, you wouldn't be able to escape over the Alps because they could just track you. And then he brought it to 1962 and people climbing over the wall, you wouldn't be able to do that. His whole point was that with technology today, with this totalitarian regime and the vaccine passports just being a first step, you won't be able to do, you won't be able to even hide like Anne Frank. He said nothing to downplay any of these things. He didn't exploit, he didn't do anything. This is just a hit piece. These people are insane. They are the ones, they're straight projecting. They're the ones who are downplaying it. Because they're the ones who will call somebody an anti-Semite. They'll call Ben Shapiro an anti-Semite. It's, it's, it's mental. They'll call me a white supremacist. These words mean nothing. These people have just perverted and twisted these words and said them over and over and over so, so much out of context that they mean absolutely nothing now. I'm gonna let him finish. This is just silly. Regime of Nazi Germany, including uh, children like Anne Frank, in a debate about vaccines and limitations uh, during uh, the global pandemic is a sad symptom of moral and intellectual decay. That from the Auschwitz Museum. I mean, John and Margaret, I, I, it just boggles. The he actually believes that he said something right there. He believes that he's made a, a point. When I just showed you the clip, and even within that clip, it doesn't make sense, but if you watched more of it, you see that they took him completely out of context. They're being disingenuous because you know they watched the whole thing or a producer watched the whole thing. Somebody watched the whole thing in order for them to choose that one thing. And that's all they could choose in 30 minutes of speaking. That's all they could find to say. And this is how much they, they're trying to stretch it out, right? just to defame him and discredit him and, and also everybody that showed up that day. They're trying to write these people off like they're the problem. Like they're, they're the ones who are causing all of these issues. They're the ones who are keeping us from moving forward. Check out, listen to the way these folks, these folks say it. I'm, these people should be ashamed of themselves, honestly. Mine, there's, I think there's something wrong with them. Yes. There's no yeah. comparison. They think that, I think there's something wrong with them. There's no, there's no comparison. He wasn't comparing. Oh my gosh. He wasn't making the comparison that they're implying that he made. You just heard him. He that's not what he was talking about at all. And he never brought it up again. That's why that's the only clip. He never brought it up again. That's the only spot that he said it. And you notice they're only talking about that. They're not talking about the 1960 when he went there talking about the wall. They're only talking about because he said, he, he mentioned Nazi Germany and Frank. That's all they needed. No, and yet we hear the comparison made over and over again by by anti-vaxxers and folks on the right. This and and of course, the, the, there's just no comparison in any sane reality-based world. And yet they. So now they're taking it from RFK Jr. and talking about it's being said by all these anti-vaxxers. You see what I'm saying? Like they're they're using him to now spread it out and create this monolith of people, 
And then he says later on about like, you know, it's about love and this and that. They're the ones who are dividing between vaccinated and unvaccinated. Look at how he's talking about the unvaccinated. Do you see? Do you, like these folks smile and they talk about, wow, these people are crazy, but it's really them that's crazy. They're making comparisons that are unfounded, even within their own segment, even with the own clip that they showed. And they're trying to you know, do this song and dance and these theatrics to get you on board. But they, they really have very, they have very low expectations of your intellectual level that you can't see through this. Nobody's making a compare. He did not make a comparison. Now, are there some comparisons that, anti, that people that have not, they're not anti-vaxxers. They're just choosing not to get this symptom, symptom mitigating therapeutic, okay? So understand that. When they say anti-vax, that's another term that actually isn't even founded because this is a symptom mitigating therapeutic. There are similarities to, to the segregation that they're creating. There is the fact that they've come up with the term unvax. So you're vaccinated, unvaccinated. The fact that our president himself has divided the country into vaccinated, unvaccinated and blamed all of his ills on the unvaccinated. So what are you talking about? Keep being attracted to it. You want to talk about technological surveillance state, talk about China. Don't talk about efforts to vaccinate people uh, during a global. And that was disingenuous because the vaccine passport is digital surveillance. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> global pandemic. This is not about control. And the fact that he's... Of course it's about control. Do you, do you, do you, are you listening to him? Please tell me you're listening to him. Of course it's about control. Of course it is. Why else would you have a vaccine passport for a virus that has less than a 1% fatality rate? Why else? Why else? When it disproportionately affects the elderly, the already diseased and immunocompromised. So why would everybody need a, a vaccine passport? Why would you need a vaccine passport anyway, if not for digital tracking as an, as an arm of control? He's singing these same talking points as Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert and all these other folks as a sad descent as his father once. And now they're on to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Do you see how they stretch it? They start off with RFK. Then they move it to unvaccinated, are always making these comparisons to Nazi Germany and all this kind of stuff. You wanna talk about surveillance state? Look at China, you can't tell us that we're that. Like, like we haven't been alive the last two months or the last two years, sorry. And then now he's going to Marty Taylor Green. Why? Because, because Acosta, I think is his name, he already said that he thinks that there's something mentally unstable, mentally wrong with RFK Jr. And it's the same thing that they say about Marty Taylor Green. Do, do you see how this works? They're not, then he, he's, he's about to mention unity. Everything he just said was divisive. And then he's going to talk about unity. That in a very different time. What we need in the United States is not division. What we need in the United States is not lawlessness, um, but is is love and 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 focusing on facts and unity. And and he just said focusing on facts and unity. What we need is love. This is coming from the aggressors. <laughs> These are the aggressors. These are the ones. He's talking about unity. When he says unity, what he means is obedience. That's what he actually means. If you guys just do what we tell you, we'd have unity. When he talks about love. He's talking about obedience. Do you understand? He's not talking about actual love because love is unconditional. It would be no matter you, if you chose to get the vaccine or not, we would still have love for you. You would still be a part of this country. That's not what he's saying. He's saying that you need to be obedient. And why wouldn't you want to be obedient? This is the best thing for you. And anybody that doesn't do this is crazy. That's what they're trying to say. And uh, RFK Jr. on this particular point has lost the plot for a long time. This is just a, a sickening sign of it. So understand, these people don't like you. They don't like you. He was talking, if you're, if you're not vaccinated or if you're vaccinated but you didn't get the booster, he's talking about you. They're, they're saying that, they're, they're implying that you're crazy. 
That's what they're implying. They're implying that you don't care about love. You don't care about unity. You don't care about this country. That's what they're implying. Like you understand that, right? Like these people, they, check this out. So within this article, and only the first part is, is really relevant and it shows the contempt that they have. I'm gonna read some of it. At a rally against vaccine mandates in Washington, DC, and I just showed you the clip. On Sunday, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. likened vaccine policies in the US to actions of totalitarian state, even suggested Anne Frank was in a better situation when she was hiding from the Nazis. Now, I just showed you the clip. That's not what he said at all. He said he was, <laughs> do, you see, do, you, do you see what I'm saying? From their own clip, they just misrepresented it. That's not what he said at all. He was talking strictly about digital tracking and that, and basically Anne would not have been able to hide the way she did for as long as she did if they had the technology back then that they have now. That's what he was saying. And, that was, and that's true. If Hitler had this technology back then, you don't think he would have chipped everybody? Are you serious? Are you kidding me? You don't think that, that this man and all the atrocities that he did and how little he, how little he cared about human life that he wouldn't have put chips in everybody at gunpoint and tracked everyone. Are you kidding me? Come on now. Even in Hitler, Germany, you could cross the Alps into Switzerland. You could hide in an attic like Anne Frank did. Now that is what he said, said Kennedy, a prominent anti-vaccine advocate in a speech at the Lincoln Memorial. I visited in 1962 East Germany with my father and met people who had climbed the wall and escaped. So it was possible. Many died, true, but it was possible. Okay, that's an anecdotal story from his actual past. Everybody's supposed to be living their truth, right? Well, he was actually there, that was his truth. And if everybody was chipped in 1960, you wouldn't have people going over the wall because they could just track them. Everything that he's saying is completely true. They didn't push back against the actual context of what he was saying. They just tried to paint him as an anti-Semite. They tried to paint him as crazy, as you heard Acosta just say. They tried to paint him as he was somehow diminishing or exploiting the tragedies that happened back then. He did nothing of the sort. That's the only, in that clip, that's all he talked about. That little bit clip, that's all he said. That's it. Kennedy's historically inaccurate anti-Semitic remark ignores the fact that Frank and some six million other Jews were murdered by Nazis. Frank, who was a teenager at the time, hid in an attic in the Netherlands, not Germany, before she was caught and was sent to a concentration camp where she died. So this right here is just a lie. What did he say that was historically inaccurate? He didn't say that she hid in Germany. He just said that she hid in the attic, which we all know. He didn't say anything about six million Jews. And he didn't say any of this. This whole, this whole paragraph right here, it's propaganda. And of course, nobody is going, there's going to be any fact checkers stepping forward from Facebook or anybody else. Political's not going to step forward and say, hey, that's not, that's not contextually accurate or that's mostly false. They're not going to do any of those things, right? Because he's the enemy. The Auschwitz, and this is this, so they put this to try to add more credibility to their propaganda. Auschwitz Memorial responded to Kennedy in a statement on Twitter saying, exploiting of the tragedy of people who suffered were humiliated, tortured, and murdered by the totalitarian regime. I already read that to you. I'm not going to go that way. The son of former attorney general and presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy has a long history of spreading vaccine misinformation, right? They take it out of context. They sensationalize it. They propagandize it. They out and out lie. And then they accuse him of spouting out vaccine misinformation without giving you any type of data to back it up whatsoever. In the speech that, that, he, that, that I watched, he gave all kinds of figures. Why didn't they just show those clips and then go, go get data to rebuke that? But they didn't, did they? I wonder why. Is it that he was completely right on all of his data? And this is all they could squeak out? 
This is sad when this is all they could squeak out was a couple of sentences and then they sensationalize it and then try to make it seem like he's crazy. Do you see the game? They, they did this to Trump for four years. Who knows how long it's been going on, right? And understand, I'm, I, I'm about the truth. That's what I'm about. It's not about Trump or not Trump or Biden or not Biden and, and Obama, like Republican, Democrat, all that is BS to me. That's all a circus, it's all stupid. It's about what is true and what isn't true. And CNN has been doing this for a very long time. And what's interesting is that obviously, if you look at the ratings, people have, have caught on to their game. And this is why nobody trusts them anymore. This is why they're, they're, they're just clowns. I, show, I showed you the clip and I just read you what they said. They said he's spreading vaccine information, but they don't give you any kind of backup information. They don't tell you what it was that he said that was misinformation. They don't tell you when he said it, nothing. They don't have the video clips for that, right? I showed you the only clip that they did have and he was supposed to be, I was like, man, he's just crazy. Like what's going on with that guy, gosh. Really? While we have a mentally declining president, you don't say anything about that though. You're not like, man, what's happened with Biden? Like, I don't, you don't say that though, do you? <laughs> These folks just lack straight integrity because they're supposed to be journalists, but they're elitist activists who lack integrity and all they care about is their mission that they've been given. They've been given a particular mission and they just stay on mission. Regardless of reality, regardless of who it hurts, they don't care. You guys get my point. You guys get my point. The rest of that isn't even about really our RFK Jr. Just that first part, that's it. Because they really, they really don't have any. And they did this hit piece simply because what he said scared them. That's it, it just scared them. They're like, oh my gosh. Because this is all they could say. If he's spreading vaccine information, then what is it? What is it? If you're saying that he's lying or he's misrepresenting something, then come, come with the truth. Bring it. That's what I just had to do. How come they're not held to the same standards that they hold like me, right? Like they're automatically skeptical and doubtful of me, but they're telling you to trust them and not doubt them because they're bastions of truth and integrity and journalistic integrity, like when they're not, because I catch them in lies. Every single time they open up their mouth, they're lying. Every single time I've caught them open the mouth, same thing with MSNBC, Joy Reid, Tiffany Cross, I listen all, that they all just lie. And I can back it up. I can actually show you the receipts, but they didn't hear. They didn't at all. You have to protect yourself from these people. They hate you. They are your enemy. They want you enslaved. They want you on a plantation working for the elites that have hired them to get you to willingly acquiesce to subjugation. And it starts off with here, the information that, that, they, that they spew out and they put on repeat. And they tell you who to hate, when to hate them, and how long to hate them. They tell you who to love, when to love them, and how long to love them, regardless of reality, regardless of if it's the best for you and your family. And at some point, you're gonna have to take responsibility for that. You go, oh, well, it's what I heard, it's what, no, you gotta take responsibility for it. We the people, for the people, by the people. That means something. That is something new in the history of, of, of human civilization. That is something completely new, but it costs. It costs, you gotta be held accountable. You gotta be responsible for that cost. Liberty costs, and you can't just sit back and turn on the TV and let these folks spew this poison into your body, and then you go off and you infect other people or you spew hate. The people who are using aggression are always on the wrong side of the fight, always. So, they want you moving in the dark, I'm over here trying to turn on that light, trying to turn it on, okay?
join me. Turn on that light. <laughs> you guys take care.